there's ideals, right, that we might not necessarily achieve, but we can always move forward. And so I realize that's sort of an unpopular opinion because we like to think that if we can't achieve what someone else has achieved, it's not good. Welcome to season four of the Fitness Hacks podcast. My goal of this season is to help you shatter those self-limiting beliefs by learning to train smarter through proper workout design, nutrition, and mindset habits. Hey guys, it's Corey from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks podcast. I have a uh, special guest on with me today and I convinced him to do it because he was wanting me to talk a little bit more about myself, let you guys see the woman behind the curtain. And so I got him to come on and we're gonna do a little Q&A with Corey so you guys can see how weird I am. Who's the special guest? It would be Ryan Hayden, my husband. That's right, I'm, I guess I'm the most special guest and the only guest, so it works together. Definitely works. It's like the old times when we very, very, very first started the podcast, he actually co-hosted with me. Uh, we didn't continue that one because for a whole host of different reasons, but he's really good at this, so you guys have the special honor of having him on today. And you don't have to go back and listen to the old episodes. <laughs> So on that note, uh, Ryan's going to jump into some questions. And I have to admit, I found these harder than actually assessing movement patterns or providing macro ratios. It's hard sometimes to talk about yourself and actually think through like what your favorite things are at points. <laughs> well, I think you always talk about things that will benefit everybody else, but people want to know a little bit more about you and what you like personally. So I think these questions are the perfect way to dive deeper into the twisted brain of Corey. The uh, very Bumblebee brain of Corey. Okay, so I'll start from the top. We'll rapid fire these questions unless you want to add more information. Question number one and most important question. What is your favorite exercise? It is hands down the sumo barbell deadlift. Isn't that cheating? Not cheating. That's a whole other discussion that will take a whole podcast in and of itself. But sumo is not cheating. It is my favorite deadlift. It uses the legs. It is the thing that I think helped me win the Massachusetts Rhode Island State Powerlifting Championship. It is my favorite lift. It is beast mode. Good answer. Question number two. What is your personal mantra? It's act as if. So I never like the fake it till you make it because I think that hints that you're faking something. But I firmly believe that if you act as if you're the thing you want to be, you're going to accomplish so much more than you even thought possible. Yes, that could be your favorite mantra and your favorite quote. Is the quote is a quote the same thing as a mantra? I have actually no idea. <laughs> All right, next question. What is your favorite cheat day food? So these questions got a little harder because I just love food in general. Um, and I love going on trips where we get to try a whole bunch of different things. But I would have to say hands down carne asada burrito and chips and guacamole. And it has to be all three of those in one meal. So it, Cinco de Mayo is definitely my favorite holiday. <laughs> so I guess there has to be a piggyback question on that of what alcoholic beverage would go with chips and guacamole and carne asada burritos. Because I feel like if you're going to group all three together, you need the proper beverage. So favorite alcoholic drink. Well, I like any craft cocktail, but I definitely like margaritas the best. And there's this one specific strawberry margarita from this place that's close by us the that fake, I dream of that tastes- The fake place? The fake place, yeah, that I dream of. And uh, it's that strawberry margarita, hands down. All right, and after that is finished, dessert, favorite dessert? This actually got exponentially harder after the last few desserts we've had where we had cold, st uh, cold stone again. Yeah, it was cold stone again. That was cold super, stone. super good. Well, first I thought Cream Street, but that's the We didn't one have Cold Stone for a long time either. No, we didn't. Yeah. But it's super good. But I would say probably a Rice Krispie Treat with frosting, whether or not it's homemade or the ones I get from the store. And I could eat the whole batch of those for sure. Good answer. Good answer. 
Oh, be yours. I feel like it's Rice Krispie Treats too. Yeah, I'd probably have to say that. I feel, I feel like it's sad that most of these food answers are probably the same thing, but I guess if we're eating the same stuff most of the time, it's kind of it's kind of a cop-out, but we, we like the same stuff. <laughs> well, I almost want to ask like other people because when we've gone out with people, they'll be like, you guys always share stuff. And we didn't think this was weird because we would always share different things. So you actually got to try more. But apparently after going out with a few other couples and different people, really this weird. is really weird. It's really weird. So if you want to share in the comments below, if you and your spouse or you and your friends tend to share things or you each get your own things when you go out, please let me know. I'd like to know how weird we are. Well, I feel like the thing is we, we like similar stuff, but we tend to order the same stuff off of menus. So it works out. Do you know what I mean? So I feel like whatever you think looks good, I end up think like I end up thinking that it looks good. So we're like, yeah, hey, we'll just order that thing. It just makes it way easier. Same thing with like burritos and margaritas. I, I don't think either one of us would complain if the other person suggested we get that thing. No, and then you get to try more too, because you'll suggest something that maybe I thought looked good, but I also want this other thing. And so you get to try a lot more things without getting a food baby. <laughs> All right. Moving out of the food category. What is your favorite vacation spot? I, feel like I already know is, the answer to this. Well, this is for you people. This is not for me. I feel like this has gotten harder, though, as we've actually gone to more places and experienced some random places that we didn't even think about before. Because uh, I did really like our trip to Joshua Tree just now. And we both were like at the beginning, no, nah, it's too remote. We liked it. But I would have to say Palm Springs. It has a soft spot in my heart and always will. We got married there. It was like one of our first trips together. It was our first trip together. It was our first trip. Yeah. yeah. It's where we went after a lot of big events. So... Definitely Palm Springs. It's close too. I feel like that's a, it's it, that question would have been better. What's your favorite road trip destination? It's true. Plus, we live by the beach, so you have to do something different than the beach. I feel like Very Palm true. Springs, especially when it's not crowded and there's no people, and I can be a loner for a little bit. Well, with you and the dogs potentially at the house, that's perfect. What about outside the U.S.? Oh goodness, I really like Japan. I'm not gonna lie, I really like Japan. Yeah. Japan was cool. South Korea too. Yes. Weird in the best way possible. That makes my weird heart happy. All right, next question. What is your favorite movie? So this this question actually really stumped me because I was like, what do I think is a really good movie? Or what movie do I find myself actually putting on a lot just because I like it in the background, it's very comforting. So I went with I Feel Pretty because I find that I put that on a whole heck of a lot when I'm actually working and it always makes me smile and look up. Uh, I have, I feel like more shows that I know I like for sure, but that probably is my favorite movie. Well, I feel like that's the beauty of all these questions is they're subjective and you can answer them any way you want. So it's not what is the best movie. It's what is your favorite movie. So I guess you could be your favorite movie for any time. It doesn't matter if you're looking for something good or the thing you watch the most. Yeah, that's the fun of it. All right, direction change. What is the most unexpected piece of advice that you've ever received? This was actually funny because it came to me right away and it was... When I was working at the gym in Boston, uh, I yelled at the GM, so my boss at the time, uh, about, I think it was like a frustration with towels or some management thing. And he was like, basically walked away and was like, follow me into my office. And we went into his office, he's like, I really respect your passion, but you can't yell at me at the front desk in front of everybody. And he basically told me I sort of need to harness what my passion is and realize that A, not everybody's going to feel the same way and B, that there's a respectful way to handle it. But it was the first time I really sort of recognized that my passion can be a double-edged sword and that there has to be some boundaries. Uh, so it was an eye-opening moment. And I think it's it's one of those things that started me down the path being a little bit more self-aware because you start to realize that a lot of things you either write off as your flaws or you really think of as good things, they can have that sort of 
other side to them that you have to be aware of when you're managing other people and working with other people. So that was an interesting piece of advice. And I really respect him for not yelling back at me and not just firing me when I yelled at him at the front desk, immature as I was, but actually taking me into his office and telling me like, hey, I like the passion, but you got to learn how to harness it. It's funny too, when you reflect back on what you used to be and how you used to behave and how things changed. I know we do that a lot with clients when we ask them to say, write a letter to your past self. It's interesting reflecting on what you would say to yourself. So if you could tell yourself one thing from the past, that Corey who yelled at your general manager, couldn't control her passion, what would it be? I don't know if I tell it that specific Corey or just the Corey in general, but I would be like, step into your fear sooner and face them because I'm definitely a person that doesn't like change. And I have so many, I feel like funny stories where you've sort of pushed me into change, Ryan, uh, that have made me into the person that I am. It it is what you do. And I remember one of the funny stories was actually when I was starting the Redefining Strength Academy group, I was like really hesitant. I didn't want to do it. And I knew I had to do it. And basically one of my friends, Starla, who was also a client at my gym, I like went and messaged her and I'm like, I just want to vent because I know Ryan's right and I know I have to do this, but I really don't want to do this, but it's going to be good. And it's one of these things that I would tell that early Corey, like embrace stepping into the uncomfortable. Like I was very comfortable doing that in workouts. I was very comfortable doing that in specific areas of my life, but especially with some of the business things, especially with things that weren't sort of in that realm of what I was comfortable being uncomfortable with, I would really push back against doing it. And I feel like it delayed me so much versus the more I've gotten comfortable being uncomfortable, the more I've pushed myself outside those boundaries a lot faster and the faster I've actually seen results. I think it's easy too to get comfortable in certain aspects and be more uncomfortable in different aspects. But I think when you take that approach of stepping outside your comfort zone, it generally works. But I think everybody has that where it's harder to do some things. Like you said, your workouts were different than like say business. But I think it's just a key thing to remember that when you do step outside your comfort zone, that's usually where good things tend to happen. But I even see it with macros a lot of times, right? Like we'll be like, the workouts are the easy part. The macros are the hard part. It's like, no, workouts aren't really easy. You're just comfortable being uncomfortable in that way, but you're not comfortable being uncomfortable in the way of tracking your food or measuring your food or logging it, right? So it's it's recognizing the areas where you're sort of shying away just because you're not comfortable being uncomfortable in that way. Yeah, that's interesting. I think that's like an interesting life outlook. What would you say is, I guess, your general outlook on life? My general outlook on life, you get out of life what you put in. Uh, nothing is ever going to go as you planned. Most of the time, it won't look anything like what you thought it would. I would not think that I would be here in California with two white fluffy Bichons married to you, owning a gym, running an online fitness business. Uh, this would not be where I would have expected myself to be. And I love every moment of it. So I think it's just being willing to take the risks, being willing to sort of put yourself out there and see where things take you. Obviously you want to have dreams. You want to have goals, but Really, it's just one of those things that this is a journey and the more you can just sort of embrace that, the better off you're going to be. So speaking of journeys and where you're going, bucket list, do you have any items on a bucket list? I have to admit, this was the one question I feel like I kind of gave a cop-out answer because I don't really have one. I try to make you a definitive like answer. bake bread or something? No, no, no baking a bread for me. Bake I don't a, think anybody wants that. a banana loaf? Yeah, uh, that, that's, that's not the type of recipes I'm good at creating and following, <laughs> the baking ones. But I had to give the lame answer of I really don't have any bucket list items because for me, part of what makes life worth living is getting to experience whatever sort of comes your way. And while I want to drive towards specific goals, I want to help people, you know, I really want to empower women, especially like for me, it is really just seeing the journey and never looking back. So putting a bucket list item on there, it feels very arbitrary when for me, it really just is 
taking life as it comes at me and really running with whatever I'm given. Makes sense. Where'd that term even come from? Bucket list. I actually don't know. That's a good question. It's not really. Should we pause it? Should we pause this and look it up and pretend like we know? <laughs> yeah, we should definitely do that. Like it came from. Bucket list item is definition of. My bucket item is lemons, so that way I could make lemonade out of it. And put them in the margaritas. <laughs> okay. Lemonade margaritas. Next question. <laughs> what brings you the most joy? Honestly, as lame as it probably sounds, I love when I just see that aha moment for a client, like something just clicks and they're like, yes, I got it. Mm. Whether it's macros math or getting a move or feeling their butt cheeks for the first time during a glute bridge, which is something we're gonna have to work on for you, Ryan. Yep. It's really one of those things that that really, it, it just is, keeps my passion going. I would also have to say that like, I love the simple things. I love a hot summer day where I'm drinking a margarita, sitting on the couch with you, or, you know, of course the cliche by the beach, but I would take even just in our house, sitting on the couch, drinking a margarita, talking about life. It's the little things. It is the little things. If you could learn one skill instantly, what would it be? Uh, right now I would say MMA, just because doing the Muay Thai and some of the grappling stuff and stinking at it, it would be really nice to just skip all of that. But I know you can't, and I know I've got to embrace being uncomfortable in that way, but it would be really nice if all of a sudden it was just like, what was that, like the matrix? It was just put in my brain, I could instantly do it. That would be really nice. Okay. If you could eliminate one word from the English language, what would that word be? Can't. Because I think can't really means you don't want to, that you won't. But so often what we say we can't do, it's because we haven't tried it. It's because we can't yet do it. So I would have to say that there has to be another word for the yet part. But can't is a limiting word. And I think so often we use it to hold us back. So I would eliminate that word. If you could eliminate two words, would you eliminate cannot? Yes, probably cannot too. Or I would make it always have to be followed by yet. Okay, that's fair. If you could add one word to a two word expression. Okay, never mind. <laughs> what is your favorite simple pleasure? This is a really weird one, but when I was thinking about it, I was like, it has to be that like pump and burn you get from doing a really good booty burner. And I think that stems from the fact that I, I had know. to learn how to activate my glutes. I wouldn't know. You wouldn't know yet. 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 I you cannot, can't yet. I cannot yet activate my glutes. We're working on the glute activation. He's going through the booty burner right now. He probably would be really embarrassed. He wouldn't let me film doing, doing it earlier. I will, be, I will be on audio, but not on video. <laughs> Uh, next question. What is an unpopular opinion you hold besides but, all of your previous answers? Yeah, besides all of them, you know, like sumo deadlift, not being cheating and whatnot. But I actually didn't think this was an unpopular opinion until seeing the response to a lot of posts. But I'm a firm believer that you are your own limiting factor and we can always move forward and improve no matter what. So sometimes I'll comment like uh, age is just a number or like any of these things basically saying like our current situation can be improved upon or even like I wanted to have abs, you can have abs too. And it's one of these things that I'll usually get comments back of like, well, I have this and this going on or I had, you know, some factor that won't make mine look like yours. And I think what always sort of blows my mind is that my opinion is just that there's always a way to improve from where we are. There's always a way to be better than where we are, but it doesn't mean that yours is necessarily going to necessarily going to look like somebody else's or that you're going to have exactly the ideal, right? Like, I mean, there are stars out there that look like stars because, you know, maybe it's plastic surgery, but it's one of those things that it's just, there's ideals, right? That we might not necessarily achieve, but we can always move forward. And so I realize that's sort of an unpopular opinion because we like to think that if we can't achieve what someone else has achieved, it's not good. But like, if you have a knee injury and you can get back to running, even if you're not PRing like you used to, you're still back to running. You still improved. Yes. We want to get back. You as 
back as close to the PR as possible. But I think it's about always seeing the improvement that you're trying to live your like healthiest, happiest life based on where you're starting at. So I didn't think that was an unpopular opinion, but I feel like the fact that I always say like, you are ultimately in control, stuff happens that we can't control, but it is your choice if you move forward is slightly unpopular, amazingly enough. I feel like that answer should be its own podcast. Next podcast. It has, that. that's a good, good unpopular Starring opinion. Ryan. I don't too. know how unpopular it is, but I guess I haven't heard it. So that would make it unpopular, right? Yeah, we, we can we can find out. Comment below, is that unpopular? <laughs> <laughs> All right, underrated. What do you believe is underrated? Macros. People love to hate on macros. They love to call it overly complicated. They like to call it restrictive. Macros really matter. And if you dial in your macros, you are in full control of your diet, no matter what your needs and goals are, you're able to change at any point. You truly understand nutrition. By just learning about protein, carbs, and fat, you can help yourself feel better for a race, make sure that you're actually eating to gain muscle, to stay healthy, to stay functionally strong. And I think that too often people just want to gloss over that. They want to restrict foods. They want to say, oh, you don't have to track. You know, they want to call it tracking restrictive, say that it does create the restrictive mindset. But we can have that mindset regardless. And I think macros are really underrated as the foundation of every diet. I agree. I also say being open, being open to different perspectives. I think we get very close-minded and there gets to be fitness cults. That's hard too. It is. Being open is hard. All right. Underrated to overrated. What do you believe is overrated? Clean eating. This obsession with healthy foods, clean eating, I think is very, very overrated. I'm not saying that whole natural foods are not key, but I think so often we place this pressure on eating only clean foods, on not embracing the fact that food is about enjoyment in life. It is social gatherings. It is so much else. Uh, and I think it's just overrated, this obsession with it, especially because what is clean? What is healthy? Depending on who you talk to, you're going to get vastly different opinions of that. And so I think all we can do is really go back to what I consider the pillars, right, of health. Mm -hmm. And the biggest pillar being stress. So the less we stress, the better off we're going to be using good stressors at time. So if you're stressing constantly about eating clean and following every clean eating fat out there, you're going to just be stressed so much that it would be better if you just had your Oreos and ice cream and margarita every once in a while. Yes, I'm on, I'm on board with that. All right. What is your favorite thing about yourself? Definitely my awkwardness. I actually like my fast talking ways. I know people get very frustrated about that, but there is the gear icon so you can slow it down. And I actually personally have to usually speed most of you up. So, you know, but my awkwardness, fast talking ways, actually I like a lot, a lot about myself apparently. Also the fact that when I make a decision, I usually go with it and I never look back. Yeah. But those three things I think. I like your awkwardness too. Yeah. I'm wondering if this podcast is going to be weird because people are going to have to slow down your part and probably speed up my part. It's just going to be all over the place. I feel like I talk at a more normal human pace than than you do. You definitely do. But that will be the fun. They'll have to actually pay attention, you know, slow it down, speed it but up. But I don't like I don't I get annoyed by slow talkers too. Like slow talkers and slow walkers. That that annoys me. We got we got we got places to go, we got things to see, we got conversations to have. Like you just listen to too, me too speaking much. too fast is better than speaking too slow. Unpo that's my unpopular <laughs> opinion. And walking. Like yeah, like not exercise walking, but like people that just walk around really slow. Like, let's go, dude. We got places, places to go. I swear that's being in Boston and being really cold. I think, when it, you have I think to it must be. You're just trying to get back inside. You're like, the snot is already frozen on my face. I just Seriously. need to get back. Don't, don't miss that. <laughs> what is the weirdest way you accidentally hurt yourself? So you actually slightly witnessed this, but I was trying to jump over a puddle in the street in Palm Springs, which I don't even know why it wasn't even a big puddle. But instead of jumping over it, I managed to land in it, slide, and then whack my knee on the ground. 
So here I am trying to jump over this very, very small puddle in the middle of Palm Springs in the street, and I managed to do the splits instead. That was very awkward, and my knee hurt for a very long time because I really bruised it. It wasn't when you did an El Rolo in Thailand with the paddleboard? That <laughs> well, apparently I have a lot well, of... I guess you, you, I didn't you hurt injure myself, yourself. Yeah, that's, The other that, one actually impacted funny. my lifting for a little bit because of the fat pad, but the, yeah, that was a, an amusing one too, where carrying the paddleboard back in, in Thailand, I managed to catch the wave, roll over. Luckily, I'm very mobile, so I just somersaulted with the wave. I actually think I wrote a newsletter on that when it happened, but probably I didn't hurt myself in that one. What is one trend you wish would come back in style? Low-rise leggings, low-rise pants of any kind. As a short torso, long leg person, uh, I do not like the fact that a lot of my leggings go up to my sports bra. Uh, I would prefer that they didn't have to be rolled down like seven times. That's a fair answer. I'm sure you struggle with that every day, right? That's what I wish would come back too for for men. Yeah, low-rise leggings. Low-rise low leggings. What is your favorite pump-up song? Right now, I like Lizzo's Like a Girl, uh, but previously before that, and I still really like this one, is Fort Minor's Remember the Name. That's very unique. That's a very unique pump-up song. You're a very unique individual because no one else likes that pump-up music. I'm sure no one else likes it. <laughs> I am the probably the most basic of basic people. Anything mainstream, I probably really like, which is kind of funny because Ryan Only with music. Musical. Only with music. Musically talented. I am on the opposite end of the spectrum. What is your favorite TV show? Do we, do we need to ask this question? I feel like everybody knows, but we'll ask it. Maybe I should just be like, if you know, comment. Okay, I'll just tell you. It's The Office. I love The Office. There are actually a lot, though, when we go back through like top five that it's easy to list off, but The Office is the hands-down favorite show. I could like watch it every single day. This is a hard one, too, because it's, again, what's your favorite TV show to put on repeat, or what's your favorite TV show that you've watched one time through? I feel like those are very different very different answers like if you were like oh breaking bad was a good show you're not going to be like hey let's put on breaking bad when we fall asleep like they're just different you know versus the office that's a bad question who wrote these questions no but when the office when you put it on even when i'm falling asleep there's parts i laugh at even when i swear i'm like half asleep yeah, so. that's true <laughs> what is your favorite childhood memory oh goodness uh so this was another one where i was like struggling to come up with not being lame of like all of them uh but I really do like the memory where I was playing tennis with my mom and it was like one of the first times I was able to beat her uh, or potentially beat her. And she told me that if I beat her, I was walking home. And I knew logically she was joking, but it made it really hard for me to want to win because I was really nervous about walking home. So I kind of psyched myself out on that. Uh, but also I love like all the little memories. Uh, I remember a lot of times driving in cars at like the tennis tournaments with my mom and just sitting there talking me talking your ear off, go figure. I talk a lot. Uh, but it's just like the random little moments like that that are truly special just because they're the in-betweens. And then that came full circle when you told me if I beat you at tennis, you'd make me walk home. Yeah. And I thought you would, so I just never I just never beat you. That is false. Ryan could never beat me. I ran him around the court. He did, however, hit me in the butt with a tennis ball, and my coach almost murdered him in college. It was on purpose, too. Mm -hmm. That's off the record. Yeah. What is your favorite food to cook? So I don't even know if this counts as cooking and I guess it would technically be baking, but there's these three ingredient peanut butter cookies that are peanut butter, Hershey's Kiss cookies, which sugar and uh, an egg. So I guess it's four ingredients if you count the Hershey Kiss on top, but I like making those because they're really simple and they always turn out extra super delicious. I do like the Frosted Rice Krispie Treats, but cooking is not necessarily my favorite thing. I like making you cook for me. I like 
I I, well, actually, I don't like the fact that you make fun of the fact that I burn a lot of stuff or cook weird, but... You do cook weird. You cook very strange. Like, you'll undercook some stuff, but then you'll burn the snot out of other stuff. And then I and I'll be like, why don't the... you just do them both not like that? <laughs> I just can't stay focused. You'll, put, little... you'll put, like, potatoes in the air fryer for, like, 14 seconds and be like, oh, that's good enough. And I'm like, but your quesadilla's black. Like, <laughs> why don't you just leave them in a little bit longer? Yeah, it, yeah. it's definitely... Gonna, we'll count that answer. Yeah. Although I would say, cooking-wise... Probably your quesadilla. Like I, like I think that's that. the thing you make the most, right? Barbecue like, quesadilla. Yeah. Mm, yep. That's good. I wonder if you could I actually wonder if you could do those peanut butter cookies on the stove on the stovetop. Could you cook those? I think you can air fry them. Oh, but I usually bake them. But I have seen peanut butter cookies in the air fryer. Well, don't they say like it's the healthiest foods have fewer ingredients? So that only has three, right? Exactly. So it's more of a peanut butter sugar food. and an egg. Yeah, that's whole natural <laughs> foods. All right. What is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? So, I'm not really sure with this one, but it did make Your me think about quesadilla. <laughs> Except that I like that it's not weird. It's simple ingredients, like ground turkey, cheese, uh, tortilla. But anyway, uh, I would say probably without knowing it, something we had in Japan at that uh, sushi tasting because we mm. went to one where they just gave us whatever they wanted to what serve us. Do you remember what that was called? I can't remember what that's called. No, I can't remember. What it's like a style. It's like a style of sushi where they, it's basically chef's choice where you go in and especially being in Japan, they didn't speak any English. You just sat at a table and they just brought you dish after dish. I think like 14 or 15 dishes. Yeah, that was, it was pretty incredible. It's a really cool experience, but you definitely get a few things where you eat it and it feels like you swallowed something off the bottom of the ocean floor that had been rotting down there for 200 years, but it was really good. Just very different. Very different. Definitely not the usual American palate type stuff. And I, I mean, that was super, super cool, but I'm sure that was probably some of the weirder stuff. And then maybe in China, since we didn't always know what we ordered, but they did wave us off of potentially a lot of stuff that might've been too weird for us or what they thought would be too weird for us. So I, I think that it was, it was weird, but it was good. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, that's a, a hard question too, because what's the weirdest thing? What's the worst thing you ever ate? I feel like would be two different questions, you know? I feel like the worst thing would probably be something simple, like just a True. Or something that gave you food poisoning. Food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was going to say, it would be like, because I, I like weird stuff. I love trying something new. It's part of the fun of it. All right, one more question. What is your favorite movie or TV quote that you use frequently? So I don't know how inappropriate I'm allowed to be, but I would say inappropriately, that's what she said. I love using that. Uh, <laughs> probably way too much. That's and then on said. the inappropriate side, which I guess I actually learned was not appropriate. And someone said I was being vulgar by using this. So maybe this is vulgar too. You get the bleep vulgar. button out. I know. I said, I don't, I don't give a flying fart in space. Uh, so for the longest time, I actually couldn't even remember where that quote came from. I repeated it. And Ryan's like, how the heck did you come up with that? Yeah, I thought that was just like a weird Midwest <laughs> quote or something. I'm like, what the heck? What do, you, what do you guys say out there? But turns out it wasn't. No, it was actually from What a Girl Wants. So apparently, maybe I watched growing up. I somehow got this in my cranium and it's stuck there. But flying fart in space is one of my favorite phrases to use. And you guys have probably seen it on some of my posts. So Yeah, that's a random one. That's all I got question-wise. This was fun. It was If fun. you like the video, make sure to like it. <laughs> Comment below if you have any questions and subscribe. We're posting new videos each week. Ryan doesn't have to uh, edit or this isn't every YouTube, single no, week. This is YouTube, so. Yeah. Then that's it. We're done. Thanks for tuning in to the Fitness Hacks podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, I would really, really, really super appreciate if you'd leave me a review on iTunes. If you haven't introduced yourself as well, message me on Instagram or Facebook. I'd love to hear what you're working towards and see how I can help. For my free three-step RS formula, visit rsformula.com.